Ready to dominate at the plate? Blast Baseball is trusted by more major league and college teams than any other hitting solution. The Blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with every swing. Go to BlastMotion.com and enter code NOWD1 at checkout to save $25. All right, everybody, it is nine o'clock. Let's get right into it. We do this show every Monday through Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on X Spaces. I'm Alan Gay, and this is now D1 Speaks. Hey, we have got a special show tonight. It's a show that's a little bit different than what we typically do, but I think everybody's going to really find this topic and this guest fascinating. It's Jason Medlock. And I mean, he's got a very diverse background, kind of an interesting background. We're going to get through it as we're talking, but I tell you what, hey, Jay, well, first of all, Jason, are you here? I'm here. How are you doing, Alan? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for taking a little bit of time to hop onto our podcast and, and to have a conversation. Why don't you kind of kick it off just a little bit and kind of give us just an overall view of uh, your background and, and who you are? Well, um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a mindset coach, uh, author. Um, hypnotherapist, uh, to to say the least, and you know my background deals with the subconscious mind and you know, trying to understand different ways we can access it and use it to help improve our lives. Um, I've worked in I've worked with a lot of different um, uh, modalities. Um, you know, those are the gifts that we have from God naturally. Uh, meditation, um, uh, hypnotherapy. Um, um, yoga, you know, different techniques that people use to calm themselves. Um, and I've been able to combine these things, uh, these different modalities uh, to help people improve their lives. Um, you know, as a, as a young boy, my sister would teach me how to um, do affirmations. And we learn those in church, you know, you affirm everything that you're going to do. I will be successful. I will be uh, smart. I will uh, be a pro football player. And you say them over and over and over. And so I always knew at, when I got older, um, she, she would uh, show me um, this show called The Secret. It's a documentary on how to use the law of attraction, how to move things towards you just by repetition on saying what you want. And that's when I learned how to use vision boards, uh, people may uh, uh, not know what vision boards are, but vision boards are when you put pictures of things on a board that you want in your life and you look at it every single day. So I started to realize that, hey, metaphysics, uh, you know, things that we can move to us just by using our minds. So that's what started my track with really, really trying to understand and study the subconscious mind. Um, so that's kind of how I started. Hey, great background. Thank you so much for being on here and kind of giving us that little bit of insight as to who you are and where you're coming from. So I think this is going to be a, fa a fascinating conversation. I know you know that our core audience is really uncommitted baseball players as well as college coaches. And, and man, I tell you, as we're, as we're talking, one of the things that uh, baseball players or really any student athlete struggles with is their mindset. And I think this is really going to be a, a cool conversation coming from you to kind of help them to understand ways that maybe they can have a, a little bit better strategy, a little bit better mindset, so to speak, and how they can really become even more successful. No, what I was going to say was, you know, and I'm a former athlete. Uh, I played at Texas A&M. I played at UNLV, a football player. I set a school record at UNLV in tackle. So, you know, and, and, and I understand the entire um, – uh, realm of you know training school uh, having to perform at the highest level and that's why a lot of the things I've learned in the past um, um, now I've centered it around uh, how to build a, a strong sports mindset you know how to use this mindset performance um, uh, to benefit um, any genre whether you're a businessman whether you are entrepreneur whether you're a regular person or athlete and my approach uh, to hypnotherapy, it really differs from uh, differs from mainstream practitioners, and it's due to my extensive experience as a professional athlete. Because I played in I played in uh, the CFL too, Canadian football. I'm a former uh, NFLPA sports agent. I did that for 11 years, 
Uh, I was a collegiate vice president of athletics at Gremlin State University. Um, college athlete. Um, I've been a I've been a skill coach training uh, football players. I've done you know I have I'm a father of two Division One athletes. Um, so you know even I have youth football experience, uh, Alan. So it allows me to understand the mindset and the needs of these young at, uh, young athletes, and it helps me also to delve into the integral details of an athlete's physical performance. Um, you know, like it's such as hip movement, uh, flexibility, you know, guys have to cut, run, uh, slide the bases. Um, so having that kind of knowledge has really, really helped me, um, to be able to help players, you know, use their minds, uh, using hypnosis, um, so that they can achieve the goals that they want. Hey, thank you for sharing that as well. And a little bit more of your background. I mean, that's a, Hey, that, that's absolutely something that we're going to be interested in. You know, I mean, I love that the, the uh, college football background, CFL background, and, and to even take that to coaching as well. So, I mean, good, good stuff right here, Jason. Let's talk about cool. your book that you got coming up. You're empowered by consciousness. You know, I mean, there's a lot of personal development, self-discovery that's in that book. How can the principles and practices from that book really help student athletes? Well, the personal development and uh, the self-discovery principles um, that I explore in Empowered by Consciousness, you know, it can be highly relevant to, to young, um, to pro athletes, uh, uh, baseball prospects, uh, whoever. You know, techniques like mindfulness, uh, they really can teach the athlete to focus on the present moment. And it's so hard to be able to focus like on the right now, you know, so mindfulness techniques can help the athletes focus on the present moment. And that's an invaluable skill to have, you know, let's say when you're up to bat or you're up to pitch and, the, and it's in a very, very high stakes uh, game, um, being able to focus on the present moment and see that ball coming uh, is really, really a, 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 a extra you know, having someone to work with you in that particular area, uh, self-discovery tools uh, like introspective um, athletes can use journaling uh, and it helps them to identify their limited beliefs uh, that could affect their game. You know, sometimes, you know, we could be the, the best, uh, the strongest, the fastest, but there's some self-limiting beliefs there that no one else knows but you. So journaling and self-discovery of yourself can help you actually overcome that, uh, you know, help you overcome the fears and the insecurity uh, that can translate into increased, um, uh, I'm sorry, decreased self-confidence. So you have to find those things, um, you know, when you're trying to understand who you are as a player. So, you know, by practicing personal development and self-discovery, um, if you practice it regularly, you know, athletes can cultivate a mental resilience, you know, a strength of the mind um, that can really complement the physical training that they're actually doing at the same time. And it makes them more rounded as a player. You know, so, you know, you know, when you when you look at, you know, uh, what can help the athletes and the principles um, that they can use, uh, that they can take from the book. That's what I would advise. Man, I love that with the journaling. I think that's such a great aspect to be a little, uh, be able to look at yourself and, and uh, where you are today and where it is that you want to be able to go. Because I got to tell you, and I know you know this, there's so much pressure on young athletes to succeed. Oh, yeah. they pr you know what I mean? Especially those that have already tasted a little bit of success and they've been rewarded for it. And then the expectation can just become almost overwhelming to be able to to replicate that, you know, day after day after day. And I, I think that the journaling really is a, a very helpful tool. Let me ask you about the I said your upcoming book. Do you have a release date? Yeah, I mean, the book is out. It was released okay. um, uh, last week. Um, you can go to www.jasonmedlock.com backslash the book and you can find the book and it's the basic principles of the mindset and the subconscious mind and meditation and all these mindfulness techniques that will help a person, anybody 
be in touch with themselves. And and when you think about your LeBron Jameses and your and your and uh, some of these major league baseball players that are really really able to concentrate on that football, they all have some type of coach behind the scenes that's not helping them with their hitting, that's not helping them with their uh, with their pitching, that's not helping them with them shooting buckets or making tackles. But they have a mindset coach. They have a hypno a sports management. Uh, I'm sorry, a sports mindset coach that's helping them with their mind. LeBron James does those commercials called Calm. It's a hypnosis slash meditation app that he's promoting. But they all talk about LeBron. How do you think you can handle Game Six? Well, first off, you know I got to get my body right. But really, everything starts with the mind. You know, if I can get my mind right, and uh, which I will. I should have a good game. Everything starts with the mind. So, yeah, you know, um, you know, that's the one thing that a lot of the young athletes are missing. Um, physical, physical, running, touch, uh, hitting, sliding. But the mind is very important, Alan. Absolutely. So let me ask you, what is a quantum healing hypnotist? Well, quantum healing is a beautiful, beautiful experience. Um that is extraordinary and expansive with the human mind. You know, it's, it's, you know, regular hypnosis moves you to the theta brainwave state. Okay. And, you know, hypnosis is mainstream and, you know, people use it and um, they use it to lose weight. They use it to stop smoking cigarettes and uh, maybe, maybe to combat depression, but quantum, quantum healing hypnosis, we gently tap, it's a deeper form of hypnosis, first off. It's, it's a hypnosis, but it's a very deeper form of theta brainwave state. And we move you down to the sambulistic state, which means that my voice is the only thing keeping you awake. But you're aware, but the voice is keeping you awake. We're tapping into our deep subconscious of our most inner loving self, uh, which has got all the answers that we're seeking. And it holds all of our memories. And it's directly connected to the higher conscience um, and people like to say directly connected to God. Um, but it has unlimited knowledge and possesses unlimited healing power. But more importantly, you're able to help a player or a person combat um, habits. Um, you're able to help a person to uh, relieve stress. You're able to heal small injuries. You're able to heal an elbow, a pitcher's elbow. Um, it's an extremely unique healing method. Um, and it's very, very, very powerful. Now, in mainstream uh, hypnosis, you know, the, people, the term medical hypnosis is widely known. It's been researched. Uh, they, they use it. But quantum healing hypnosis is a deeper, deeper form of regular mainstream hypnosis that actually can yield results even quicker than, than, than your regular clinical hypnosis. But yeah, quantum hypnosis is very beautiful. Um, it's a deep relaxing uh, type of uh, sensation. Um, and you know, your subconscious mind will find the appropriate things to show you during this session. And if it finds it appropriate to heal an injury that you may have or to change the way you think about a certain um, uh, uh, football play or uh, the way you think about, um, you know, when the ball is coming to you, being able to slow it down so you can see it. If the subconscious mind sees fit to increase or decrease this particular want that you have, it'll do it. And we've got thousands of case studies out there uh, that proves it. Okay. Thank you again for that. Can you, could you maybe share some practical techniques or exercises that a student athlete can use to enhance their mindset and perform it certainly on the field as well as off the field? Well, yeah. I mean, mindfulness. Mindfulness is one of the techniques. And you'll say, well, what's mindfulness? Mindfulness is um, being aware of everything around you. Being aware of actually the baseball and how round it is, being aware of the uh, of the dirt, the air that brushes across your hands. Um, that's mindfulness, being aware of everything that your coach is saying to you, analyzing each word. And you may say that sounds simple, <laughs> but it is simple. It, it's, it, it's just being aware 
of, of, of understanding the moment. That's, a, that's one technique. Number two is meditation. A lot of athletes, Alan, they really, really meditate. And they do this so they can reach a level of calmness, a level of peace within themselves. Okay. And once you can reach that and you practice that every single day, every single day, then you begin to build this resistance, this resilience within yourself that allows you to handle pressure packed moments. So meditating is a very, very good technique that these young student athletes can use to, you know, help build a level of resilience and help um, um, combat fear um, and understand how to embrace failure, understand how to um, increase your mental toughness and your mental training. Hey, everyone that is joining us this evening, thank you so much for being here. We certainly appreciate the support of Now D1, and we certainly appreciate the support of Jason Medlock as well. If you did get in late, don't worry about it. We're recording this uh, space, and we'll be able to retweet it out in its entirety. Hey, this evening we're speaking with Jason Medlock. Jason Medlock is a mindset performance coach. He's also an author. He just released a book, Empowered by Consciousness. Hey, Jason, let me ask you about the book. I mean, you really simplify a lot of very complex spiritual concepts. And as you know, also part of our core audience is college coaches. How can coaches use these simplified concepts to really kind of improve or create more holistic and supportive environments for their players? Well, I mean, the coaches can use a lot of these concepts uh, with the players, uh, and particularly um, – they can foster a environment that allows the student athlete uh, to talk about personal things um, that are bothering them. Okay. Um, you know, for instance, uh, allow them the space. I mean, a lot of coaches, um, they really, you know, are all about, you know, um, you know, we got to get the practice in. We got to be tough. We got to, you know, we have to uh, be very, very disciplined in what we do, which is, which is fine, but do they allow the space uh, for the student athlete um, to be able to talk about, hey, uh, there are some things that I'm feeling um, um, that, I, that I may need to talk about. So you want to allow that space uh, for the student athlete to be able to come to you and to be able to talk about, you know, some things that may, that they may, that may be going on at home. Um, and you may want to also um, suggest maybe some pregame uh, rituals, maybe um, – uh, a player creating uh, some sort of ritual or a coach creating a ritual that includes a moment of reflection of a player. Um, this can also help the student athlete channel their energy positively, calm their nerves. Um, and, it, you know, in some cases help them enhance their mental performance. Um, you know, maybe working with players on, you know, uh, post-game reflection, you know, maybe after the practices, let's, encourage them to reflect on their performance and maybe in a mindful type way or spiritual type way. Um, and and I, I'm, I'm not a pastor or anything like that, but what I'm trying to convey is there are certain ways um, that you can handle the student athlete. You know, what did you learn? You know, how did you grow today as an individual? Um, you know, that type of self-reflection with a student athlete only promotes personal development. These are the same type techniques that we use as mindset coaches. We try to get the player to reflect on everything or every aspect in the sport they're playing. You know, um, um, you know, being supportive, supportive of the player uh, in the community, you know, and helping them, um, you know, uh, understand how important it is to be in the community. And I know that a lot of coaches already do that. And that is absolutely outstanding. Um, but you want to also teach your player visualization. And that may be a lot to ask for coaches. That's why they bring guys in like me. But when you teach visualization and you incorporate that, uh, it helps the student athlete mentally prepare for challenges uh, that they need, you know, to build their confidence, to build their abilities. And I can remember, Alan, when I was um, a football player, uh, Friday before the game, um, every Friday night before the game, our home games, uh, every Friday night, our coach would bring in, um, and at the time, it was a sports psychologist, and everybody would be in the gym, laying on the floor, and he would walk us through the game, 
he would have us to visualize us making the play visualize cheering for the teammates and making that block and making that game saving saving tackle so visualization as well is very very important and the last thing i'd say on that is emotional intelligence um and there's something that i uh there's a course that i was uh taking i was being coached by a coach um and it's it was called positive intelligence which is the same thing as emotional intelligence but what it does is it helps a player understand um, and help them manage their own emotions by using different techniques to calm themselves. It could be something simple as rubbing two fingers together very, very gently and so gentle that you can feel the ridges of your fingertips going back and forth on each other. And another technique to use is to um, for about five seconds. Try your best to be quiet and listen to the furthest thing away from you and see what you hear. And then for another five seconds, listen to the closest thing to you and see what you hear. All those techniques help with the emotional intelligence. Well, Jason, what does that do? Well, if you have a negative thought coming into your mind, if a coach gives you a directive and you think that he's he's on you, if you take that small three to five seconds and use that emotional intelligence technique, it will, you build up that muscle memory. You will be able to take coaching in a positive way. It's good. Good stuff right there. I want to expand just a little bit on the visualization. I think that's fascinating. I think it's so true. I love the way you put it too with the uh, pregame ritual, you know, as you're kind of going through your routine, getting ready for the game, part of that, could be, maybe should be visualization. So thinking about a really young athlete, you know, maybe guys that are really ninth, 10th grade, uh, they're developing their, their, their games and maybe they're just starting to develop the mental piece as well. Kind of maybe give us uh, some insight as to how to start visualizations, you know, for somebody that has not done it. Well, Visualization is a is is something that a lot of people say, well, I can't see, I can't visualize, I, I can't visualize that, I can't, you know, and but that's a key element in changing your mindset. Um, but what I would suggest a person, you know, to start off visualization is to ask themselves, well, if I told you to see a blue car, could you see that for me? And they say, Well, yeah, I can I can visualize a blue car. See yourself sitting in the classroom doing homework. Okay, well, I can see that. You start off showing them that, yes, you can visualize because you can see yourself doing certain things. Alan, visualization is so important to achieving success. It is one of the basic uh, uh, blocks of what I use to help a, a, a professional athlete change the way they see the game, change their performance in the game. And uh, uh, simple techniques like starting off visualizing yourself at the batter's box. Just visualize yourself right there. Second step, visualize the ball being thrown by the pitcher and see the ball coming all the way in. Don't speed it up. Just see the ball and then see yourself again ready to hit the football, I mean, ready to hit the baseball. And then see the bat coming from the stance you've been taught with the hips turning and the ball making contact. So those are the types of things they can start off using. See yourself walking into the complex. See yourself getting dressed. Start off with little steps. Now, I like to use visualization um, to its fullest. Like, I want to see myself get into school that day or get into the game that day, laying out my outfit, walking to the training room, getting taped, coming back into the training room, visualizing that entire process. And then some people can't do that, but that's why you start off with little things. See a red bird. Could you see that for me? Then the client says, yes. Small like that. See a bus driving down the street. So visualization is is very, very, very key in developing a, 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 a believable and a strong mindset to be able to do anything you want to do with any type of career you're in. 
hey, Jason, if someone wanted to find out more about what you offer and uh, what all it is that you do, or they just want to develop a relationship with you, or if, if they really want to work with you, what, what are some of the best ways to get in touch with you? Well, they can call me. Um, and my phone number is uh, 910, I'm sorry, 210-940-9023. And I offer a lot of programs. I, I'm a mindset performance coach. Uh, I offer sports hypnosis. I offer depression and anxiety hypnosis, professional development, sales success, business success, academic uh, development, um, how to change habits, Um you know, uh, citizen, I have a citizen reentry program for if you if you were formerly incarcerated or you you're getting out of the military, and and it's so sad, Alan. People come back with post traumatic stress disorder, and that's tough to deal with. But um, hypnosis, depending on what level of hypnosis that you're using, can really help. And we all know about weight loss and and um, trauma. But uh, you can get in contact with me at uh, uh, 210-940-9023 or just simply go to jasonmedlock.com. Perfect. Thank you so much for that. Hey, I know, well, I shouldn't say I know, but I have to assume your recruiting experience probably wasn't smooth every day. I mean, ultimately, man, you landed at a fantastic uh a fantastic school at Texas A&M. Uh, obviously, we're a skilled athlete in high school, but I'm sure you face some challenges. I know you've got a couple of sons that also play Division One football. I bet you can look back over their recruiting experiences, and it probably wasn't just picture perfect. And, and thinking about that, you know, what advice do you really have for guys that are that are going through the recruiting? process so that they can develop some resiliency. They're not always going to hear yes. They're not always going to get what they want. And then just to have some overall self-awareness during that period of time as well. Well, I can tell you that developing resilience and self-awareness, that's essential for these young athletes uh, out here today uh, because you have to navigate the challenges of, of the college recruiting um, and it's competitive it's, and it's super competitive in baseball because there's not that many scholarships. You know, one of the things I, I, I'd really emphasize on is the on the resilience part of it is to embrace failure. You know, um, we, we have to help the young athletes understand that setbacks and failures are part of the game. And, you know, and you never know what coach is telling you what truth <laughs> you know, and it, it's all about recruiting to what they need, not what you want. But you have to be able to understand that there's going to be some setbacks in recruiting. There's going to be some failures uh, in, in, in men uh, that are telling you this and telling you that. Um, but you have to encourage uh, the athletes um, to look at failure as an opportunity uh, for growth um, rather than a setback. So they need to know that. Um, and another thing I'd say is teach athletes to replace negative thoughts with positive ones. Um, positive affirmations are very, very, very strong, Alan. And, you know, when you're dealing with this recruiting um, jungle, um, you have to stay positive. You have to understand that um, I may not hear everything I want. I was all this and I was all that in high school. But, you know, you may not get that same type of treatment once you've signed your name on the dotted line for, for the scholarship or the partial or the walk-on opportunity. So you have to be equipped with positive affirmations. And those are, those are uh, things that you write down that are positive about what you want to do and who you want to be as a young man. And it, this can help you boost your self-esteem. Um, and it can help you face adversity um, because you've had this ingrained in you. You know, and we want these guys to have mental toughness. We want them to learn from their setbacks uh, and focus on the process. You know, uh, emphasizing success in baseball um, along with getting that degree. OK, so when you're looking at these schools and you're having uh, these challenges of college recruiting, um, you know, those are the type of the types of things that you want to have already built in you, this level of resilience and this level of self-awareness. Um, and when you're self-aware, Alan, you know your strengths and you know your weaknesses. And the only way you can know that, Alan, is that you've already self-identified them. You've already conducted personal assessments of yourself. 
And I know I'm asking a lot from the student athlete, but this is what I prepare them for. I prepare them to assess their strengths and assess what areas of, of improvement so that they won't be shocked. They won't be taken back when they're in a pool of players at a university or in a minor league program that may be better than them. But talent is not everything. The mind is more important. The way you navigate through tough times beats talent every day. And, and Alan, I know you've been a coach too, and we tell our guys, they're, they're more talented than us, but our minds are much stronger than theirs. And if we play this game, and if, and if, if we think our way through this game, a lot of talent uh, and guys who execute would beat it every time, every single time. But, you know, you want to, you know, try to set realistic goals when you're going through this process uh, of recruiting. You know, you want to make sure that you aren't thinking more of yourself than others do. And you want to be able to uh, prevent stress, you know, not have this unrealistic expectation. Um, even if you're the top guy and you're going into a situation, just be even kill with it. You know, don't create a lot of undue emotional duress uh, because you've been labeled as some superstar. Be the regular guy. Go in there and work your tail off and keep your 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 mental health clean. Mental health is all just always caused by uh, something that we bring upon ourselves or maybe it could happen uh, with trauma in the you know, in childhood, uh, in, in your childhood years. But if we just approach these opportunities in, in a clean way and we don't put a lot of pressure on ourselves, let everybody else do that. You don't need to do that. But if we approach them in a clean way, we can find success. Hey, again, everybody that's joining this evening, thank you so much. We certainly appreciate the support, as we mentioned earlier. Also mentioned that we record this space so that we can retweet it out. We, a second reason that we record the space is we turn it into – a podcast, and that podcast is now D1 Speaks. And uh, it's on every major platform out there from Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Google, all the independents. If, if this is uh, an environment that you find enjoyable, man, I hope you'll go out and find us. Again, it's now D1 Speaks. I would certertainly appreciate a follow and a uh, five-star rating as well. Uh, this evening, we're speaking with Jason Medlock. He's a mindset coach. He's an author. Uh, he, he's a former Division One football player. I mean, he's just got a lot to offer, and we're just very, very fortunate that he, he agreed to spend a little bit of time with us. I know that one of your goals, uh, Jason, is really to, to kind of encourage others to find their spiritual path. I talk to us just a little bit in ways that athletes can really kind of integrate spirituality into, into their own life that complements their athletic journey. And, you know, I, I like to piggyback off the FCA, the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. I mean, they do a wonderful job with, you know, helping athletes bridge that gap with uh, athletics and their their spirituality. Um, you know, because integrating spirituality into the student athletes lives can be more powerful, um, um, just just a really powerful way to complement their athletic athletic journey. And, and it really, really helps Alan with their personal growth. You know, like, like here's some steps that, you know, when I'm speaking to an athlete and I try to figure out, you know, you know, what level of uh, religion or spirituality. I mean, what do you do outside of this? I mean, what's, where's your faith at? And all of these guys are different. So you have to figure out what faith and and, you know, what denomination. And, and once you can figure it out, you tailor the program to what their belief system is. And that's fine because I don't. I'm not a preacher or anything like that, but I just try to tailor the, 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 the information uh, and, the, and the, the structure of my programs to exactly where they are in their spiritual journey. And again, we talked about this, but the first thing is mindful awareness. Again, I come back to that. You know, I like to encourage all my athletes to, to you know, um, to practice mindfulness. And we talked about that earlier, but it involves them being in the present moment. And I cannot stress what being in the present moment means when you're actually in the game. It enhances their focus. It, it reduces their anxiety. Uh, and it actually imp improves their performance. Um, you know, 
simple mindfulness exercises and it really deep breathing, uh, meditation, all these things can be incorporated into their daily routine. Observing the, the, the like I said earlier, the curvature on the baseball, realizing the cleats that are under, under, under the shoes, little simple things that help you increase uh, your, your mindfulness. And I like to also have my guys to set their intentions, you know, ask them to talk about their affirmations related to the sports and what exactly do you want from this? And let's get these affirmations down. You know, there are a lot of books out there that, that, that uh, have sports affirmations and you read those. I will be the best on the team. I am a great competitor. I am a team leader. You know, there are a lot of uh, uh, things out there, sort of what I'm talking about. But these words, Alan, or phrases, they remind the athlete of their purpose, their values, you know, and sometimes their spiritual connection, whatever, whatever, um, you know, religion that they're connected to, you know, and they can seek that strength um through their academic and their athletic pursuits so and i you know also they build these and i mentioned this pre-game rituals you know uh whatever kind of ritual um that is put together for them or they have their own ritual uh like i said a moment of prayer or reflection um it can help them again channel energy in a positive way you know and you talked about you love journaling when I mentioned journaling er, uh, earlier, I encourage athletes to keep a journal, uh, a journal of gratitude. You know, it, you know, they can jot things down, Alan, uh, things that they're grateful for in their athletic journey. Um, but this practice of doing this, the practice of it can help boost positivity and enhances their connection to who they are. And you might say, Jason, OK, that sounds real simple, you know, but it is. But a lot of the student athletes or a lot of these macho baseball players, because I was a macho football player, we just don't think of it. We don't think on connecting our inner self. We don't think about connecting that to our athletic ability. But you have to wonder, Alan, how do some of these players, these big time players, how do they keep doing it? How do they keep being great over and over and over again? Alan, they have techniques that they're doing behind the scenes but they won't share it with you. They won't share it, but they have mindset coaches. They have coaches that are, they have coaches that are teaching them how to visualize. They have coaches that are keep, keeping, uh, teaching them how to uh, develop a mind-body connection. And a mind-body connection, you know, we help the athletes understand their spiritual well-being. Um, and we help them understand how it can deeply impact their physical performance. You know, you may, the first thing that comes to mind is yoga. Um, and yoga can help bridge that gap. And, and well, yoga is just stretching. No, yoga is really a spiritual connection with the body and the mind, you know, and uh, yeah, it does help tremendously with flexibility, but yoga is an extension of, of the mind and the body. Um, but I think also, Alan, I know I'm running my mouth, but balance in the life and rest, you know, it's, it's important to be balanced. Um, in your life, you know, you can't have a lot of crazy things going on uh, in your life and you're trying to be a student athlete and you're trying to be a high level division one baseball player. It's just not going to work. <laughs> and you got to get your rest. You got to get your rest. You got to prioritize your rest and your recovery because you want to be physically and mentally strong. Um, so by integrating, you know, spirituality uh, into these athletes uh, lives and they do it with the FCA. So I'm not speaking off the cuff here, but by integrating um, these, you know, techniques into their lives and you know, every day, uh, these athletes can find a more um, profound way um, of being great. Uh, they can develop a sense of purpose. They can enhance their personal growth. Um, and all of it aligns with their athletic journey uh, when they can take a holistic approach um, that really, really helps them, Alan, uh, with their overall well-being. And it's success on the field and off the field. I tell all the parents, we're looking at success on the field and off the field. And it helps round that young man into more than just an athlete beyond the student athlete. And now he has a 
he has a number of tools he can use in his tool bag to be become a great man um, uh, matched up with his with his faith. Well, Jason, I got to tell you, I'm really glad you're running your mouth, so to put. Because <laughs> man, that was fantastic. I think that kind of encompassed almost everything that you're about, and really what what you're trying to help other people with as well. And uh, one one thing that you kind of touched on, especially with the rest, you know, you started talking about balance. And as you know, I mean, the commitments that that athletes have are almost overwhelming. You know, I mean. They, they've got their academic uh, uh, requirements. They have got training that they're doing. They've got games that they're playing. They're also trying to live a life as well. You know, I mean, so much of their time is really demanding of, demanded of them. Well, what kind of advice do you have to help them to kind of manage that time and really have a better, you know, work or play life balance? Well, we'll see. This is this is in the meat of my coaching program uh, for for actually executives, <laughs> uh, but I apply them to student athletes as well. Um, I have some high school kids I work with here, <clears throat> excuse me, here in uh, Texas, and one of the things we try to do is that is establish a routine and consistency. You know, um, they need to have a fixed wake up time and a fixed sleep time. Uh, they need to have dedicated hours for practices. With classes, homework, uh, and make sure that they uh, focus on their self-care. But the consistency helps form habits. Think about that statement I just made. Consistency helps form habits, and it breaks bad ones. Okay? With re- you know, you, you reduce uh, your mental energy if you're prepared. You don't have to expend a lot of energy on that. But also, we talk. We try to get them into weekly planning sessions. You know, every Sunday, or you know, there may be another day that works best. But take about fifteen minutes to review the upcoming week. You know, outline significant commitments, whether it's games, whether it's practices, uh, whether it's classes, whatever kind of study group, study hall, whatever you're in. Outline uh, these commitments and identify any kind of down t- downtime that you have. Um, you need to identify that and then you need to decide in advance how you will use that downtime. Uh, it could be used for rest. You can use it for studying or you can use it for any other activities that you may be involved in. Some of, some of these players are involved in you know, a lot of campus activities and that's fine. But we need to plan that every Sunday or every whatever day works best. So you can plan out your week with a weekly uh, planning session. But I try to get my guys to hone in. Uh, and executives, uh, business owners, coaches as well, it, you have to have a daily prioritization. You know, daily, you have to look at each morning or each evening, um, uh, or you do this stuff the night before, and you need to list three things you must get done that day. And this, this is just time management one-on-one uh, for people who are working all the time, and I'm not talking about the kids, but just for adults. You got to identify three things that you have to get done that day um, um, so the list needs to be manageable, um, and you need to make sure that the critical things you have on your list, that they're not overlooked, but you need to outline that and get that done every day. And then there's something that, that here's my favorite It's called time blocking. And when you block certain blocks of time, uh, you, you, you eliminate this open-ended schedule of things just jo- uh, jumping in, but you have to allocate specific blocks of time or specific things you're doing or specific activities you're doing like study hall. Okay. I'm studying only for history. Uh, let's just say from four to five thirty PM that's time blocking for particular specific activities. Uh, rather, rather just, rather than just studying, uh, geology and English and I'm also studying uh, kinesiology. No, we need to time block and spend 30 minutes or an hour and 30 minutes specifically on history. And this, this really helps you dedicate that focus you need, um, you know, on each particular task. And it's also, Alan, it stops you from feeling too overwhelmed. And, um, you know, you have to manage um, uh, yourself. You know, you have to break these things up into manageable pieces, uh, manageable hunks. You know, you may have to read chapter 10. 
Okay. And and I do this because when I was writing my book, I'm like, man, I can't have to break this up into little pieces because it's a lot of information. But you may maybe you have to read chapter 10, you know, but you maybe you break that up to read only eight pages or 10 pages of of chapter 10. And maybe you kind of summarize some notes and maybe do some practice questions. Um, But when you break down a task uh, of reading a whole chapter. Uh, and you break it down into portions, it just makes everything less daunting. <laughs> like, oh, I don't want to do this, but less daunting. And, and, it, and it actually gives you a clearer understanding of the work that's ahead um, um, that you have to do. Just break it down in pieces, young man. Don't, don't take that whole hunk and try to cram it in there. Um, but we have a lot of transition time in between. We did when I was an athlete. Uh, you know, you got time in between classes. What do you do? Sleep or play video games? But you got you have time before practices. Those that that time, Alan, can be utilized for uh, quick tasks like reviewing your notes, uh, responding if you're an executive, responding to your emails, um, or just simply relaxing. You know, and, and just get ready mentally for the game, or get ready mentally for the practice. Um, you know, so I could go on and on. It's, a, it's just a lot of things. You need to set boundaries with friends. You know, they can't take your time up. When you're in college or when you're, when you're a pro player, you don't have that kind of time. You have to be locked in because you have to set boundaries, you know, with, you know, uh, where you're going, where you're hanging. Depends on where your mindset is. And that's why it's so important to get these kids when they're young. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, I was doing some research uh, when I first started uh, uh, transferring all the modalities that that I learned over the years and moving them into a coaching program to help people change their mindset. I was researching athletes and found out that Kevin Durant at the age of 14, he was already a star, had a mindset coach that was getting his mind prepped and getting him ready to go. So... You know, um, we have to set boundaries with our friends um, and, you know, we have to just kind of do a self check on ourselves. We have to adjust to, you know, where we are, um, you know, if it's college, if it's high school, if it's pro, we have to make these adjustments and you seek support. If you need help, if you need, you know, an academic advisor or a coach or somebody to help you, you go get that. And that's a part of you growing up as a young man. You go get that help. But 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 the basics of 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 trying to make sure that you can manage your time, I just gave it to you. Well, I got to tell you, Jason, this has been an awesome conversation, man. I have really thoroughly enjoyed it. And thank you for Tom blocking a little bit of space today to spend with uh, now D1 and our audience, man. I absolutely appreciate it. It's been fantastic. And I got to tell you, man or ask you, I, I really hope that we're able to stay in contact. I would love for you to come back on at a later date and uh, spend a little bit more time with us. Absolutely. I mean, you know, if you when you go to my site, jasonmedlock.com, um, the section that says work with Jason, uh, when you go to the sports hypnosis section, there's a live um, uh, hypnosis session there, free session um, for any type athlete. But it's about unleashing, unleashing, and it may not be your sport, but it's about unleashing your football potential. Well, it could be unleashing your baseball or your track or whatever. But it's a free session there. It, it gets you um, in close understanding of my voice, my cadence, you know, you know how I sound. Um, and I'm, I encourage you athletes to try it out. Get your headsets. Um, get in a relaxed space where you will not be bothered by anybody. Slip your headsets on, press play, and relax yourself before you actually do this, and then listen to it. And it, and it absolutely, you listen enough times, we create new neural pathways in the brain. That means that the brain is creating new avenues for learning more information. And it's absolutely awesome. But yeah, Alan, I appreciate it. Uh, there's so much more we could talk about. <laughs> but uh, maybe uh, when we get back on the show the next time, we can narrow it down to how to how to change a pitching angle, uh, how to how to teach someone how to how to mentally throw that curveball that they just can't get perfected. But if I understand the technique on throwing the curveball, I can program it in your mind. Isn't that crazy? 
Absolutely, man. And I was thinking the whole time you've been talking, I love that you uh, you've got this demo, so to speak, that anybody can come on and and, uh, and try out. I kept thinking to myself, man, you just got a great voice. You got a great way about yourself, but man, you got an awesome voice and you're able to put everything in practical terms, yet it's very complex issues that you're talking about. And uh, I think you've just done a wonderful job, not only in, in the little bit of time that we've been spending together, but just as a whole, man, you are absolutely an authority. You got things figured out and it sounds like you're continuing to figure things out because things do change, but you are absolutely a... Uh, you're, you can tell you're a professional. You're somebody that, that takes your business very, very seriously. And you are really here to help others. And I think that's just so commendable. And I got to tell you, man, I have thoroughly enjoyed this evening. I am so grateful that you want to come back on. And I can't wait till we do schedule that time and maybe narrow it down, like you said, and get just a little bit more in depth. So again, Jason, just thank you so much. Absolutely appreciate it. Alan, thank you for having me on. And you're right. You hit it on the nose. I I left a high six-figure job. I was a con construction executive um, to, to totally move away from that hustle and bustle to focus on something that was nagging at me. And that was the wonders of the subconscious mind and how could it work to improve our lives. And uh, I'm so grateful. And, uh, and, you know, again, I'm a lifelong coach. I have kids that play uh, Division One, and it's, I'm, a, I'm a youth, former youth football coach. I understand, and it's all about the kids. It's all about the young men. Uh, you and I are older, <laughs> but uh, I want to. I want to put you in the older uh, uh, posture. But you know, we're, we've been there, you know. And uh, it's all about these young men and, and trying to help prepare them um, to enter, uh, you know, enter their journey, enter the phases of their life. And uh, I'm so appreciative you allowed me to speak to your audience. Absolutely. I can't think of a better way to end it right there. It is absolutely all about the kids and helping them kind of take those next steps. And again, Jason, thank you so much. Thank you to everyone who was able to join this evening. Absolutely appreciate you guys and your support as well. And with that, let's just say good night. Hey, let me ask you something. Are you ready to dominate at the plate this season? Blast Baseball is the number one hitting improvement solution, trusted by more major league, college, and travel ball teams than any other. The blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with every swing. Metrics are automatically sent to a smartphone app, generating insights that allow you to analyze and improve your hitting like never before. Go to BlastMotion.com and enter code NOWD1 and you will save $25 at checkout. Unlock your potential with Blast.